Praise the Lord, people of God. Again, another day that the Lord has blessed us with, according to his own goodness and mercy. That is from everlasting unto everlasting. We do give his name the glory honor that is due unto him. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad therein. Welcome to With Purpose, our purpose podcast. It is a podcast designed with you in mind understanding your purpose, your identity in Christ Jesus. But we have to know who we are and to whom we belong in such a time as this. Time we've never seen before and shall never see again. But we do know that time is winding down. Time is winding down according to the signs and wonders that Jesus said that we would see before the end days. And they are so prevalent upon us in this hour. We continue to pray for the world. We pray for Lord Jesus. Keep us as only he can from danger seen and unseen. That being unseen is the wicked, wickedness of the devil. Uh, wickedness on spiritual high places that is unfolding before our eyes. And that those spirit, indwelling spirits that overtake people to cause them to do mean and hateful things one to another. We see uh, kidnapping of children and um, sex trafficking that is becoming so common. Um, stealing young ladies, young boys off the streets and forcing them into an enslaved way of life. So we pray God's covering over our children, over our families, and just that protection feel that hedge of protection all around us and continue to draw us ever so close one to another that one cannot fall without the other. Well, we continue on our journey with um, reading our challenges of Luke uh, chapter a day up until the day of Christmas Eve all the way up to the 24th. Over the weekend, we should have been able to pull in 13, 14, and 15 as the day being the 16th. Three chapters as Jesus continues his preaching and his teachings to the disciples and to those who are following after him. Uh, many great uh, parables that he did teach concerning laboring, uh, laboring uh, for the kingdom as he used in chapter 13, the fig, fig tree uh, was one example that did not bear fruit for three years. And it's kind of ironic because Jesus' ministry was 30, 33 years, but he, he really began the, the kingdom ministry uh, uh, where he began to reveal him, his true identity and his power at the age of 30. From 30 to 33, the three years, but here he is. He used this parable talking about the fig tree that did not bear fruit, and he's um, the master was going to take a axe and hewn that tree down because it wasn't bearing any fruit after three years. But then the keeper, the dresser, asked the master to spare the tree. He said, "Give him one more." at least one more season. Let him cultivate it a little bit more. 
cultivate it a little bit more and, and let's see how it does. And if it doesn't bear fruit, then, then you hew it down. And to me, that's saying, okay, Jesus said, I have performed and I have taught and I've walked with you for three years and I don't see you producing anything. I don't see your growth. Uh, you know, he had another uh, area, of another scripture tell you, he said, you, you will know them by the fruit that they bear. So if you pull that in, Jesus said, now I've been walking with you all for three years and I've been teaching kingdom to you and showing you kingdom power. Where is the fruit of my labor? Might as well go ahead and get rid of you, but something on the inside hallelujah to the lamb of god jesus said now let's let let's let's just let this uh soak in a little bit more let's continue to to teach them all they need is the 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 power of the holy ghost to be revealed unto them from the inside out let's let's cultivate them a little bit more let the holy spirit work on them work within them a little bit more and then if they don't start producing, then go ahead and cast them away. So, you know, that, that's that's powerful that, that you know, to me that symbolizes that let let uh, once, you know, we've received what we have, which is the acceptance of him. When we receive Jesus and then we go ahead and allow the Holy Spirit to develop us, then we are more productive more productive we become more like him and who that he that desired for us to be is those disciples that go out and win souls for Christ and then he goes on and he teaches about uh, you know the healing on the Sabbath day where he healed the woman that has been bound up in infirmity for 18 years here she is and he healed her and it was the Sabbath day and then the uh, Pharisees wanted to, to and the lawyers looking to entrap him anyway for uh, going against the law, the commandments, uh, you know, the laws of Leviticus. It's more than 10 laws. It was just 10 that Moses presented at that time, but it, there is of uh, the book of laws are you can find in the book of Leviticus as well. So, you know, healing on Sabbath day, of course, was you know, we should honor the Sabbath and they put all of that in there that that is just a day of worship and we should not labor. And when Jesus healed this woman of 18 years, they said that he labored, but he said, you hypocrites. And you go out and you loose your ox and your, your stock to, and leave them to water. Is that not laboring? Okay, they was more concerned about taking care of their flock, which is something that they can get money from or something that helps with their livelihood. They're more concerned about that than this woman being entangled for 18 years to be set free. They thought more of that, and Jesus called them out on that uh, very quickly, very quickly. And then in another chapter, he goes on and he talks about the, the prodigal son, one that um, ran away. Uh, after he received his inheritance and he squandered it and had to return home to his father. And he, he 
gave the, talked about the the uh, division that it caused with the ones that uh, the son that had been faithful and had been loyal, he became disturbed with his father because he threw this wayward son a party. But he wanted them to understand that he rejoiced in the fact that he returned from whence he came. And you know, sometimes we we're like that. We we you know we like go out and labor and and we do the work and don't seem like we may never get uh, acknowledged for what we do. As somebody else always get the the credit or or they shine or whatever the case may be. And you know, jealousy, envy can set in. We can't be like that. We we should always rejoice. Uh, that that is kingdom building. Is unity in Christ. There's no big eyes, no little U's. But when we all come together, we make beautiful music, just like a choir. Everybody has their part, and they know their part. And they know the words, but you know it's different levels of harmony that is being presented and when it it is presented in unity and in the right tone of voice that everybody has it is a beautiful one sound it's a togetherness in it everybody have their parts and everybody knows their part and then when you present it to God and present it to the people and worship. It makes a beautiful sound. And I think this is what what, what Jesus is, is portraying here. You know, it takes us all coming together. We're all on different levels. We're from a different place, but we are one. We are one and we should rejoice one in the other because when we all come together, it's one corporate beautiful worship that we give that we do we do it in wholeness and fullness unto God it's just beautiful and no big eyes and, and no little use that separation that's the thing that the devil will use against you he talks about the uh, invitations of uh, inviting the people synagogue into the wedding the rehearsal he brings them in and into the feast he said oh wait don't build yourself so up that you when you're invited to something that you want to be in the highest at the highest level he said start low start the farthest away sit yourself there humble yourself and then when they see you if they desire for you to go to a higher place, then allow them to take you there. Don't put yourself out there that you're so important. You need to sit in the highest position. Stay humble. In other words, he said, if you uh, stay humble, then he will elevate you in due season. That's how God operates because we are all of lowly estate. We all have sinned. We all have fallen short. There is no big eyes, no little use. There is no greatest among us, but we're one. We're one. Our thought process is that, you know, we need each other. Uh, 
Hezekiah Walker put out a song a couple of years ago, I Need You, You Need Me to Survive. That should be our thought process. We need one another in order for to make it. I can't make it without you. You can't make it without me. Even though we stand alone, but God wants that unity in the body of Christ. He's looking for one church, one bride, not multiple, but one. So we have to learn how to come together, blend together in unity to perform that knitted material, that knitted material molded together for strength in order to cover, sustain, Covering that in that lifeline of life, togetherness is what he he is teaching on on these couple of chapters. God is an awesome God. What greater teacher could we have than to come from the mouth of Jesus and executed through by the Holy Ghost as He continues to walk us through His journey? on the way to Calvary. You all be blessed. Be safe out there today as you travel up and down the dangerous highways and byways. Continue to pray that God keep us as only he can, he can, protecting us from danger seen and unseen. In Jesus' name, until we meet again.